And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. So tonight, I actually have a very special guest. I'm going to be doing a one-on-one interview with actor-filmmaker Jay Ashton. He, as a matter of fact, I just had a privilege of actually reviewing one of the films that he was in, uh, A Life ch- uh, to Choose. But still, this is – I'm going to just say it like this. This is a phenomenal movie. It's a great Christian-based movie. I really had a great time reviewing it. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. I'm excited to have Jay here doing this interview. Let's do it. And hey, Jay, how are you doing, man? Yeah, there, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> well seen, man. But nah, man, it's good to have you. I've been we've been talking about this for over a week now. It's just a privilege to have you on my show. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the opportunity. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can, um, uh, you know, talk about some some good stuff here and, and uh, you know, um, get you some some views and, and, and benefit your channel. And uh, also, you know, uh, get some eyes on what I got going on as well. So. Exactly, man. Exactly. So my first question is this coming out off the gate and everything. So where I want to know something. So where did you where did you come from and stuff like that? What got you into doing movies? Also, too, I know you're a Christian, too, as just as I am. And I want to know, where did you find your faith at in God? And also what made you say this is what I want to do, especially about how Hollywood actually is in a sense. And how did you learn how to separate that stuff too. I know I have a lot of questions, but coming out of the gate, but I'm yeah, just yeah, curious. No, no, absolutely, man. Um, so, well, I guess let me just go ahead and tell you a little bit about where I come from. Um, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, California, um, back in the eighties. I'm going to give up my age here. Don't care. Um, I think I look pretty decent for uh, 43, but yeah, uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So in Los Angeles in the eighties, I mean, as, as some people know, that that are of age that know that time period back then uh it was it was very 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 hectic out there in los angeles you know big gang activity you know i mean huge and um you know uh you know and then of course you know just everything else that that came along with it out there you know with uh uh just just growing up i've never met my real father before you know so i went without that um figure in my life my grandfather god rest his soul and uh, my uncles um, uh, filled that void for me. You know, um, the Lord is, was always looking out for me, I believe. Um, but um, I was definitely out there to pretty much kind of raise myself and just to figure things out on my own. Uh, my mother was a single mother. Um, she did the best she could. She was kind of doing her own thing, um, you know, uh, ripping and running, you know, out there in L.A., uh, and, um, but she was involved in a lot of martial arts as, as well as my grandfather was one of Bruce Lee's best friends. Um, Herb Jackson was my grandfather and, uh, he played a significant role in raising me. Um, so he was, yeah. So I grew up in that whole martial art world as well, along with, you know, kind of balancing out, trying to stay away from the streets, um, you know, and, and the ridiculous gang activity that was going on out there that was kind of tugging on me at an early age as it, as it does as a young man out there that's kind of you know it come from coming from a broken home and, and um you know yearning for some acceptance and, and love in the wrong places you know what i'm saying so um yeah um so i grew up out there um and um basically yeah uh, and then the, the there was a a man that came into my mother's life that um, um, that kind of uh, filled that void for me, I guess you'd say, uh, as a father figure. Um, he, he was his, his name was Dominic Montiglio, um, and he he was a um, he was a, a, an associate in the Gambino family, and um, uh, so has a whole long history behind him. You know, uh, has a book written about him called Murder Machine. Um, you know, I mean, just uh, nu- numerous, endless, you know, uh, uh, documentaries and and, and, and stories right. and, and shows that were done on him and stuff like that about his life and whatnot. So um, me being from Los Angeles and kind of just, you know, being without, you know, um, he, he kind of, like I said, took me under his wing and stuff like that. And um, so we moved out to Florida. And um, from there, it was it was on (laughs) my training had begun. You know, I mean, he basically saw me out there in Florida, um, just kind of uh, getting myself involved in the streets and and just kind of rip, you know, just just, you know, thugging it just, you know, uh, 
in, in the worst way, you know, I'm, I'm ashamed of it now, but you know, so he basically, but it, 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 it instead of, and I don't, you know, I, I love Dominic to death, you know, he, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. He just recently passed away and stuff. Um, and um, so our whole relationship and everything that you, you, you can, I guess you can, if you want to dig deeper and hear more about that, um, our relationship and, and, and what transpired with that whole um, scene, what uh, you can go to um, uh, Discovery ID um, on a podcast for Discovery Channel and go to Mafia Tapes and season four. Uh, I basically come in and tell my story, you know, about being underneath Dominic Montiglio. But so anyway, so, uh, yeah, out, out in Florida, he kind of saw me, you know, kind of out there and stuff. And he, and I, he said, basically, you know, if, if you want to be a gangster, you know, um, uh, this is how to do it, you know, instead of kind of veering me away from it, you know, which. He geared it more towards it. Yeah. You know, and because I guess he just he he it's. And I'm not here to bash him. I, I, I so that was my one of that was my best friend. You know, um, I envied him. You know, I, I really because, of course, I was lost out there, you know, and I had just had that gangster mentality as far as, you know, being from the street and just wanting to just prove myself and what kind of legitimate tough guy I was, which I did. You know, I, I did prove that in many ways uh, that I'm definitely not proud of. But. Uh, he basically kind of took me under his wing and said, OK, well, you know, I see you out here ripping and running with these half half. Uh, I'm not going to say what he said, but uh, <laughs> I, he, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, so he said, yeah. So, you know, this this is this is how to do it. So come here. Let me show you. So we did. You know, and like I said, in, instead of obviously veering me away and saying no, that this is not the path you want to go down. You want to go this way because this life leads to nothing but you know, destruction. So, you know, um, but again, you know, so I, uh, under, under his, um, uh, something he was supposed to do, I, I went in place of him and said, um, no, let, let me do it. I want to, I want to prove to you how, how, how legitimate I am here about being a gang, about being, you know, um, being and, part of the crew and, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 um, and I did, I, I went in place of him, something he was supposed to go and do that. I'm not going to, um, you know, mention, um, go into the details of that. But um, I went and and uh, he said, you know, OK, well, then you go ahead. So I did. I ended up getting busted for it because of the, uh, the guys that I was, you know, with and stuff. They, you know, cops got a hold of them. They gave them the whole story about, you know, we already know everything, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so they went ahead and ratted us out, you know, and stuff like that. So I, I went to jail for it. I got sentenced to three years. I only did a year and a half, um, you know, for good behavior and stuff like that. Um, I got out. Um, um, I got out and uh, basically was heading right back into the streets. You know, um, uh, you would have thought learn your lesson, but just, you know, still trying to prove myself in any kind of way. I mean, even at the judge, when I'm standing in front of the judge, I'm still trying to, you know, prove to uh, my father, you know, that um, I'm the real deal. You know, I'm, I'm, the, right. I'm, I'm not no rad and stuff like I'm that. Not, I went down, you know, I, the judge is telling me right here to my face, my mother, everybody's there and says, I, I'm telling you right now, I will, I will lessen your charge and take this off. Take the, if you just tell us where this and this went. And I and I was already set on going away anyway. So it didn't matter to me, you know, and I might am 18, you know, so I'm just like, I'm like, you know, basically bang a gavel. Let's get this over with. Come on. And um, uh, and I and, and I did, I, you know, um, so that was that. And then um, and then he dared me to go into the military after that, you know, still trying to prove myself to him because he did. He did uh, three years in Vietnam and he was, a, a, you know, Green Beret and in, in, uh, in the army and stuff like that. And um, so he. um he dared me to go in and I was drunk at the time when we had this conversation. <laughs> so uh, uh, the next morning there's a recruiter standing at the door and, um, and I, yeah, I opened up the door and, and, and I'm, there's a recruiter standing there and I'm like, I'm like, what, what did I say last night? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay, uh, well come in. And um, I said, if, you know, if I'm going to, if I got to, if I got to, if I need to bust the move, I need to do it now, you know, cause I'm heading right back into the street. So let me just go ahead and do this and get out of here. So I did. And it saved my life. So that's when I got with the USCBs. So, okay. you know, I, I can go on and on, but I mean, I'm going to let you jump in. Okay. Here. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's just, here's the thing with that story though. 
because you go from doing that yeah. and then you're like, okay, so my way out is the military, even though I'm married to oppress my dad mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you're still looking for that approval. But at the same time, being in the army actually saved your life, pulling you away from those streets yeah. to the point where it's like, okay, that don't even matter no more. Now I can just go on ahead and serve my country. Yeah. And then maybe whenever I get back, I don't have to go ahead and be on those streets anymore. Maybe yeah. that might actually be something. And then I can also get my dad's approval without having to run the streets as well. So that might be another thing that I was thinking of too. That might be something that you were thinking of. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, and, and I'm ashamed, like, again, I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. uh, embarrassed to even say, you know, um, I mean, it was fun at the time and stuff like that, but everybody knows the multitude of, 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 of brothers and sisters that I serve with uh, who I love to death, you know, shout out to all the CBs out there. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, so, I, but no, but wh- while I was in though, I, I was taking that street mentality to the military, which was a no, no, you know, and, and I was, I was, I was a recluse, you know, loose cannon of an individual that just brought with me a, a sense of like, who is this guy? Like, why is he even like, get him out. Like he is, he does not belong in the military, but well, a lot of us at that age were, 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 you know, at that point in time, you know, we're very young, no children, you know, straight off the streets from all over the country. That's what I loved about it, that we all just came together and we're, we're down for the same cause. And it was talk about a gang. I mean, it was a legitimate, you know, uh, organization, you know, that that we all just kind of bonded over and stuff like that, that we were looking for, I guess, when we were younger, you know, we found there, but we were still kind of, you know, kind of, you know, uh, had some sh- streets on us that, that we brought into the military and stuff. And they didn't know how to take me. I, I was I was getting in so much trouble, you know, but because I had a lot of people looking out for me um, that that um, my higher ups and stuff like that and knew that the job that I did do when, when I did do my job. Uh, after they have to come and find me uh, <laughs> and I was late, <laughs> um, you know, they, they knew I was a good guy. They knew I was a good kid. You know, I just I just needed some guidance and stuff like that, as, as we all do. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I barely got out honorably through the skin of my teeth because I was completely just out of control. But at the same time, um, I had children, you know, while I was in and uh, instead of completely you know, slamming on the brakes with what I was doing, I continue to dibble and dabble into the, even when I was in the military, you know, I was deep in the streets here in, in, in Mississippi where I was at, you know, in Goldport and Biloxi and stuff like that, you know, just, just, just out here wrong. And, you know, just, uh, um, and, 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 you know, it, it continued on for a little bit, you know, even with my children after, after mm-hmm. uh, my children was born, especially my firstborn, Carlo, uh, I was still kind of ripping and running, but then, it, then, then, you know, it, 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 then God started to really work on me at that point, you know, and, and, and I knew that if I continue down this path, they would have to go through what I went through without a father, uh, you know, at some point. And it was just, it was just not an option for me at that point to, to have them go through that or even risk that, you know? So, um, that was that man. And, and, um, yeah, I got into a relationship, uh, a very toxic relationship that, um, that I ended up giving my life to the Lord, uh, which I had already done when I was younger and stuff like that, but never really took it serious. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because at that what, time, when we take things, um, like that as you engage, we don't understand none of that. Yeah. All, you know, we're like, yeah, we'll go on ahead. We'll do it. We'll get baptized or whatever. But at the same time, we don't underneath, underneath everything underneath the surface. We don't understand that context behind it either. Right. Exactly. You know, and I grew up Catholic, you know, I went to I did catechism. Yeah. I was, a you know, altar boy, you know, first Holy communion. I mean, just the whole, you know, but just, you know, it, it, it didn't really, um, I, I was just going through the motions as a child, you know, as a young man, you know, uh, with my grandmother and, and whatnot and stuff like that, you know, just kind of following suit with, with what they were kind of handing me off. Like, this is what we believe, you know, and, uh, you know, at, at some point, you know, later on, uh, you know, so some years ago, um, you know, I, I started kind of I went to a non-denominational church um, and uh, here in Gulfport. And um, I was very weary about, you know, anything outside the Catholic Church. So I, I listened and just was picking everything he was saying apart, just 
just like, okay, I'm just waiting for you to slip and say something and I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he didn't. He, he, I mean, he was nailing it, you know, and I just was, I mean, the Lord was coming through and speaking to me at that point. And, and I knew that that's where I belonged because I, I just was able to take what he was saying and kind of apply it to everyday, you know, real life situations and, and biblically, you know, and, right. and how Jesus walked and what, how he handled it. And, you know, it was just, I mean, it was just, he was, I mean, you know, very powerful. So that's at that point I went ahead and got baptized and really, really, you know, uh, needed to, 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 you know, change it up like now, you know, it needs to happen now. Um, and in the relationship that I was in, I don't think she was really ready for that commitment that I was willing, that I was ready to take, you know, with my walk with God at that point. Um, and I, I, it was basically like a complete 360, you know, for me anyway, I had to, I had to be extreme with it. I stopped listening to what I was listening to, which is huge. Okay. Let me tell you how, I mean, the enemy has his ways of coming through with entertainment, with, with people, with, you know, and I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, he's he's very tactical about his approach to to getting to you and and using these things and using these people against you. You know what I'm saying? To to veer right. you completely off into left field. Because most people think of the Satan and everything else as like a guy in a red cape, but oh, it's not. Man. It's not that. It's it, people have that that view of it. Yeah. But that's not who he is. He's he can influence you in different ways, and nobody can nobody sees it. They have that Look. deal covered up. From my understanding, he was one of the most handsome, you know, right. uh, uh, angels up there, you know, and I think I think he was, if I'm not mistaken, not to get off off track here, but I mean, I, I think know, he was right. the angel of uh, music or something like that. I think he, he was like he a was ministry, something like that. Yeah. So. So um, anyway, but so when I went down, got baptized, came up, I left everything in that water. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to. I, I I needed a change and it needed to happen now because the life I was living in and still the Lord's working on me. You know what I'm saying? In a lot of different areas, you know, um, I, 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 I needed it to happen right then and there, you know, for my kids. And, and, and I just didn't want to pass on, you know, the, the stuff that was already getting passed on to me and these chains that were just so, so, you know, uh, locked up with with with, with the, uh, you know, the. <sighs> the mess that, that, you know, where I come from, I didn't, I didn't want them to have to go through that. And, and, and exactly. it would have, and, and it would have, you know, and just like a lot of families, you know, uh, unfortunately uh, they do, you know, that they, they do hand that down and pass the baton on to the next generation because they're not equipped, uh, 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 you know, with, with being able to, to, to deal with or, or be the person that, that wasn't there for them. You know what I'm saying? I was willing to go that extra mile, which you, you got to do, you know, and in, in any, in any uh, facet of life, you know, any, you know, exactly. to, to be any kind of successful individual, whether it be for a parent, whether it be, a, you know, uh, in a, whatever, you know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be very proactive with it. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you just let it just, you know, have on autopilot, I mean, what's the saying? There's a good saying that says um, something to the effect. If, if, if you don't work hard for something that you want, what takes what automatically will take over and what will happen is the opposite of what you're, yeah, it's some, something like that, but you, you get you. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah. So, you okay. So let's talk about this for a minute here. The thing that I really find fascinating too, is the fact that you started a production company. Yeah. Based man. on Christianity, based on the fact that you're where parents can feel safe about letting the kids watch whatever they want to watch based off of your production company, which is huge and and stuff like that. And I commend you for that because it's hard to find things for kids to watch. Even my own 10 year old son, for example, he was watching YouTube the other day. I had to change it because this one guy was uh, get, had this channel where he was cussing and it was Elmo. We, he couldn't even watch Elmo because some guy was cussing on TV. So we had to change the channel on it. At least with your production company, we can say that we're safe in your y'all's hands because you guys know how to present something. So where did the idea of this come, come from? And when did you realize, hey, I want to start a production company? It infuriates me to, you know, to, to, to what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, as I said, you know. Uh, and, and I'm, 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 I'm talking about this firsthand, you know, that, that I know 
with this music, with this, with this entertainment, with, with it's so influential in, in, in society and in our culture, you know, I mean, they're, they, they, they become like, like idols and they become like gods to, to, to the world, you know, that, that they just eat up people, just eat up whatever they're getting fed. And the enemy sees that. And he, like I said, he's, he's, very, very conniving and manipulative where he'll seep right in and just be, you know, using these people as pawns to, to just poison, you know, uh, 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 you know, the, 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 especially the kids that gets coming so rampant at the kids right now, man, it just, it really just upsets me. But anyway, so that that's, that's uh, basically, you know, me having children, you know, and stuff like that, you know, I, I, I mean, you hear me in the car, my children, you know, the stuff that I watch, I mean, I used to be uh, just uh, everything that I was listening to when I was growing up, when I was in my teens, when I was in my young adulthood, everything that I was listening to, not only could I relate to, but it was it was almost like witchcraft. Honestly, I mean, I, I mean, it, 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 it will intoxicate your 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 mind state to where you get you the you're getting planted these 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 you know, ideas and, and, and these, 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 uh, uh, pictures and, you know, of, of just what they're talking about, which is just nothing but just, you know, filth, you know, I mean, uh, back then it was fun for me to be able to vibe with this music and bop to it, you know, and, 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 and because I, I'm, I'm agreeing with what they're saying and I'm living what they're talking about, you know what I'm saying? So it was that much more impactful that it would resonate with, with, with me and, 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 you know, it, in a sick way, it's almost like, you know, it almost pushes you to, to want to do these things that they're talking about. So you can relate to it that much more. And it's just, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just lies from the devil, man. It, it, it's sick. So, um, um, yeah, so I, I figured, you know, instead of, you know, trying to minister to people and, and, and let them know, you know, um, uh, don't listen to this, you know, don't listen to this. You don't need to be watching this. You know, it's just, it's pollution to your soul. And and it's going to, you know, um, uh, uh, so in in turn, I I figured, okay, well, instead of just pointing to stuff and saying, let's not do this, let's not listen to this. Well, let me go ahead and create something that that's, that's, uh, that's just as entertaining, you know, um, and, and comes from a place, you know, of love and comes from a place of, of genuine, uh, care for, for, for your well-being and, 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 you know, your, your livelihood and your children. And, and, you know, I mean, we, we need to just stick together in, in the body of, of Christ and, and, and just, uh, you know, push up against with, with Hollywood and, 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 and what the enemy's got his, his hands on all over, just trying to push on these kids and trying to push on society. And I mean, you see, I mean, you can just turn on the TV, you know what I'm saying? Turn on the radio. I mean, it's just, it, it's like, even if you're not, a Christian, even if you're not a Christ follower or a believer in, in, in the Lord, you 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 can feel what there's something's going on here. And I it's it's spiritual warfare. It, it's you know, it, it's uh you know, and, and that's that's one of my favorite every day is a spiritual battle that we go through. And also too, back in my younger days though too in my youth class, he said the church is basically the prep rally. Out there is the football game. You have to play it every single day. And you have oh, yeah. to apply it every single day. Oh, yeah. And you have to put on that armor every single Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Because if you're not living, you're dying. And if you're not growing, yeah. you're dying. Can you see that there? Yeah. See yeah. It? But, yeah, no, I, you you definitely got to be. And, and that's what this film is about, you know. So so uh, to get back to the, the Hollywood films. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I figured I'd go ahead and... Um, create some content, create some, some, some entertainment for, for, for families, you know, uh, um, the youth, just, just the world in general, you know, to be able to, uh, watch, get some substance other than just, I mean, (laughs) you go on Netflix, you go on to anything you turn to on social media, it's just, you know, sex and just, I mean, you know, uh, uh, I mean, you name it, it's just, you know, um, uh, and and so so away from what's actually going to benefit you in life, you know, and, and help you out, you know, with with um, being the successful individual, man. And, and so I just figured, let, let me go ahead and create some content to be able to feed to the people, uh, although it might be a little edgy. OK, I'm not going to lie. Uh, my approach to filmmaking and telling these stories is going to be very edgy. You know, uh, it's going to definitely have that faith 
based content and, and, and speaking, you know, the truth about the gospel and about, you know, the Lord and pointing people in that direction. Um, however, it, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be gritty. It's going to be, you know, because this is where I come from. You know, this is, this is, I'm here. I feel like I'm here to, well, like Jesus said, you know, leave the 99 and go after that one. You know, I mean, the, the church is, is, is uh, oh, there's a saying, it says, uh, we're not here to build a museum for the Christians. We're here to build a hospital for the sick. That's mm-hmm. what Hollywood Films is about in, in a nutshell. So that's that's the kind of content that I'm bringing to the table and, 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 and trying to put out there is is some it's going to be some edgy stuff. Some Christians, some people out there might look at it like uh, this is not, you know, well, but I think that it can actually not- be used. I bet here's the thing. If someone's on a non-believer. And they see that like, wait, this is not what I was expecting. Yeah. And then it's, they and then they watch. Right. You gra- you actually gravitated toward you spoke something in them to where they want right. to keep on viewing it. Exactly. So if they if you get that person hooked that quickly and catch them off guard with it because of how edgy it is, yeah. you're doing something. You're uh you're planting little seeds. Absolutely. And letting them grow in Christ just as you're growing in Christ and you're also growing that ministry that ministry as well. For sure, for sure. And 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 if that means that I have to get my hands dirty and roll up my sleeves and speak the language and 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 where you know play the part and and look how you know, some of these people look, which which is where, like I said, I come from, um, you know, to be able to have them perk up their ears to actually listen to what it, I'm saying, um, you know, more so than somebody in a suit, not speaking nothing against people that like to wear suits because I like to wear a suit. But, um, you know, I, I, like even when I was growing up, like a therapist or something like that, that I got pointed to or some sort of so, whoever I, I, they wanted me to talk to, you know, uh, what are, what are you going to tell me? Wh- what can you tell me? about what's going on with me. You know, you ain't been there. You ain't done that. You know, so what are you going to, what you just read out of a book, you know, you're going to try and sit here. So with that kind of mind frame, a lot of people have when it comes to ministry as well. You know what I'm saying? So if you have somebody that's kind of like, say I go to a prison, you know, if you have somebody say that's a little bit more clean cut and kind of like, you know, uh, you know, postured up and kind of just speaking like at them, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be a little bit more kind of, you know, I don't know, you know, they're going to be a little bit more questionable about, you know, your intent, you know, just a lot of stuff, you know right. what I'm saying? That, 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 you know, uh, but if you come and you talk how they talk and you look how they look and you, and they can see that you come from that, they're, they're more than likely to perk up their ears just a little bit more and kind of lean into what you got to say, you know what I'm saying? So. Exactly. Yeah. But another thing, though, that I really have to look, I, the film that I just reviewed is just fantastic. I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. Shout out to Vincent, per- Vincent and Christy Perry, the, the filmmakers of a life <laughs> choose. Yeah. And I got to say, man, uh, like I said before, even though you were in it for like eight scenes, even though I said three scenes, I was just speculating <laughs> over the scenes because I'm a movie reviewer. So I don't know exactly how many scenes that you actually shot, but your presence is actually there. Even though that you might be in the shadows and you're uh, controlling the streets on that street level, mm-hmm. your presence is there with those dealers. And because of the fact that you're controlling the streets, I feel like your character is even bigger than what people realize it actually is yeah. because of that. But man, I felt a threat with when Joshua <laughs> and his brother and everything. I was like, oh, I do not want to cross him. Yeah. I really don't, uh, <laughs> but, well, but man, I, I liked it. I really, I, do, I really, I give, I, I give credit to my father for that role. I, I dedicated that role to him uh, just for the simple fact that, you know, I approached it and kind of acted like he, how he would have acted like in that, in that, in that, you know, in that predicament and, and, and with those scenes, just how he would talk and how he would, you know, kind of uh, just bring that character to life. I just, that, that's, that was for, that was for him. So uh, and and I bring you know somewhat of an authentic kind of um, you know to 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 characters like that you know which is why I don't mind being uh, cast typed or whatever I mean every every show and every movie needs a villain or or antagonist of some sort or protagonist what is it Uh, uh, protagonist anyway. and that's what I usually get, you know, the the, the biker, the, the thug, the mob guy, the the, the gang, bag, whatever, you know, I mean, uh, but I'm, I've been like, like, like I, I think I was telling you, um, yeah. 
I've been a little bit more kind of uh, mindful about stuff that I'm taking on, you know, nowadays, because I, I do want want to want to be a part of stuff that that has some some substance to it and some some some, you know, healthy content that's that's actually sending a good message out instead of just, you know, kind of glamorizing this, 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 uh, this deceitful, just right. You know, mess. Montioso kind of car- car- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand that. You want to be a little bit more reserved in what you're doing so that way you can actually represent your not only represent yourself in that kind of light, but also represent how God receives you in that light. Right. And so and, that way and your light can be shined through other people, though, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't mind playing, you know, a, a villain, you know, right. as long as, you know, we're, we're going to be getting to the end of this and, and, and this villain is going to be getting taken out by the light, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, the, the good guy comes out on top, you know, and stuff like that. I know it's kind of corny to some people or whatever, but, um, you know, that's just where I'm at right now. So I don't got you. Yeah. So my other thing is this too. So where did you discover movies and wanting to act? That's the other thing I was wondering about. Yeah. So, I grew up in Los Angeles, like I said, so I grew up all around that stuff. You know, I mean, it was it was it was all around me. I mean, if if I probably would have stayed there and I said I wrote a poem one time, I, I would have either uh, been behind bars or a movie star <laughs> or something like that. But anyway, yeah. So uh, I, I was I was I was around, you know, I mean, top dogs in the industry, especially in the martial art world. Uh, you know, stunt guys, you know, that were just, I mean, uh, like, again, my Bruce Lee's people, you know, and all these these things that uh, I, I could have been very well, you know, been been, been the next whatever, you know. Uh, uh, but for some reason, God kept my family at at an arm's distant length with that industry. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, probably for good reason, because <laughs> he knew what would have happened if we would have you know, been out there, which we were already out there. I know my mother and my uncle and then we're, you know, but, um, uh, so he, I think kept us, uh, you know, uh, but I, so now I think that we're better equipped, I think, you know, especially myself to be able to handle what this industry and what this world and what this business is going to throw at you. I think, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, he's, he's telling me on a daily, are you ready, you know, for this? And, and I am, I am. I um, hope and pray. But uh, so uh, but being from Los Angeles, I was around it all my life, you know, coming out to Mississippi, though, I I, I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, think it was even, you know, uh, a consideration to be, you know, to pursue something like that. My childhood dreams, I always wanted right. to be in movies and stuff like that, um, which my mother, mom was supposed to be getting me some uh, black and whites. We used to call them back in the day, some headshots and stuff like that. Um so uh, uh, anyway, um, but so I came out here and I thought it was just too far fetched to consider pursuing pursuing something in like in, in the in the film industry. Something so big. Come to find out, there's a lot going on out here. So I started dibbling and dabbling into it. You know, Hollywood South. You know, Louisiana. All kinds of stuff going on. I'm like, really? I'm like, because huh? I'm thinking, I'm grew. I grew up in, in L.A. I'm thinking everything's out in L.A. You know that that's I- where. You know, there's not be perfectly there. honest with you, too, because I was even thinking the same thing as I'm at a young age, though, too, because I wanted to be in movies. I wanted to do stuff like that. But I'm like, but I have to move to Los Angeles. Next thing you know, it, I'm there's stuff going on in Mississippi. I'm like right in my front backyard. Right. I had no idea. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of like well, a fish out of water kind of thing. Yeah, it used to be. I guess that was like the, you know, the dream was to travel out west and, and go pursue right. the, you know, because that's where it was, the studios and everything else. But. Now, you know, there's a uh, more spread out opportunity, you know, especially in the South here. So I'm just like, so I started kind of, like I said, doing a little background stuff and, 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 you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, um, and then just one thing led to another, you know, and, and I, I was a part of, uh, um, I was a featured role in, in, in the Greyhound, which was with Tom Hanks, um, and uh, out in Baton Rouge on the USS kid, we filmed out there on a, an actual battleship for three weeks straight. Tom Hanks was the was the captain. I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Greyhound. I saw Captain Phillips, but I never saw The Greyhound though. I never right, see so, that. Yeah, though. it was based on a true story, World War II movie and stuff like that. Um, uh, very emotional because we're actually uh, portraying these seamen that were actually out there and went through this and stuff. I mean, there was scenes where you know bodies were draped in, in uh, you know, with the American flag, they're sliding it over side of the, the ship. And, and I'm standing there with the rifle damn near in tears. Cause I'm like, 
oh my God, this is like, this is crazy. Like, this is for real. Like they really went through like, oh my God. Anyway, so that's where I met the medic that was on there uh, in charge for the, the cast and crew. And he was also a Baton Rouge firefighter uh, who introduced me to Vincent for the role of, of Big C for, for A Life to Choose. So I ended up landing that. Um, and at that point, you know, it was just on from there, you know, and, um, yeah, so I, I, you know, got casted for like, uh, you know, I was on the whole fifth season of queen of the South. I don't know if you're familiar with that show. I heard of it. I, I, I have heard of it. Yeah. And then, um, uh, I, I mean, I just been in all of those shows out there in new Orleans, I can go on and on. Um, and just recently, you know, um, uh, was in a movie, you know, going toe to toe with uh, Mr. Jamal Woolard, which is uh, who plays Biggie Smalls in the movie Notorious. I don't know if you ever seen that. I've seen that one because yeah. so, I, I so, was I'm big into hip hop at the time. But yeah, later. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so he played Biggie Smalls, and that that is Biggie to the streets. That's Biggie right there, you know, and and recreated and 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 uh, um, you know came so. Yeah, so I I, I played in a, a, a movie with him and went toe to toe, and he's we, they're supposed to be coming out with that here pretty soon. Um, uh, under uh, uh, forget the, the, the production, but anyway, it's going to be coming out soon. Um, and uh, oh yeah, I'm all in his face in this movie. I, I'm the biggie in this this movie. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff actually that's going to be coming out here pretty soon. Problematic intentions uh, with Mr. Vernon Wiggins, uh, Velo the Maestro. That there was a movie that is um, uh, Dewey Allen, which is the movie I was just referring to. Uh, he's he, uh, Dewey and uh, um, uh, son, oh my God, I'm forgetting names here. I'm going to offend everybody. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out anyway right now, back to back. That's gonna that I'm gonna be in and and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's a lot of stuff that's gonna be coming out here back to back that that uh, that you'll be able to see and and uh, and stuff like that. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but right now I'm I'm working diligently, you know, and faithfully on this film of mine, you know, sort of the spirit. So um, which we can get into whenever you. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you about because um, sort of the spirit. I know that. It was actually something that you've seen back in your younger days, and then you had inspiration to want to try and do that. So give everybody a little bit of background on that, because I found that very moving and very spiritual as well when yeah. you showed it to me, and I was very moved by it. Ah, so so you saw the original performance? Not the performance, but the behind-the-scenes stuff that you showed okay. me and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so no, so this this was a this was a, a, a performance, an on-stage performance that I was a part of. That uh, me and my family did back in 1991. Uh, my uncle Mark Ashton, he he played the main character. He kind of orchestrated and put together this whole production. Uh, it was a it was a two hour night of Christian entertainment, which I would love to to somehow do again uh, uh, and take on the road. That'd be awesome. Uh, but we were one of the acts of many, and it was called Sword of the Spirit. And it was basically about spiritual warfare. And it was about this individual that came on stage that my uncle played. There was no dialogue, but you can clearly see what's going on here. And that's mm -hmm. what this is based off of. And, and you see this. It's an individual, uh, just like I play in, in, in the film, um, who is going through it, you know, going through the every days of life, you know, just feeling beat up and, and the walls are closing in. And, uh, you know, any man or woman can relate to this. That's why it's such a powerful message. You know, um, I don't care what race, creed, religion or whatever you come from, you can relate to the everyday struggle and fight that you fight every day against whatever kind of whatever you think is going on. You know, it, you know, it's a battle for sure. And um, so you see this individual going through these things and he's completely blind to all these attacks as we are without Christ until you submit yourself and surrender. And then he takes the blinders off and grants you the sword of the spirit now to be equipped and to be able to recognize these 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 things coming for what they are so you're able to stand victorious over them and defeat them and stand, you know and, and uh, over the principality of darkness so uh, that's what this film is based off of is that message but now i wrote it to pertain to people and places and events that have happened in real life with me you know what i'm saying so gotcha I definitely like that. I really have to say I, I like the idea and the concept of it. I can't wait to see it in its full capacity. And yep. I'm going to probably I'm, what I want to do is I'm probably going to try and check out the play itself. Yeah. yeah, get yeah. An idea as well. Yeah. Because I think that that's something that needs to be taught. It's, it has a great message behind it. I feel like that's something that is missing in today's youth as well. 
Because mm-hmm. even when the church today, they're all about the entertainment. They're all about growing the church, but they forgot about one thing. The church is inside you. It's yeah. not about a building. No. And they're so concerned about numbers to the point where, okay, well, how can we draw these young kids? Oh, let's put entertainment in. Yeah. And let God be just an attachment. Yeah. And that's that's how I look at it. It's just is he's come, become secondary versus being first. That's important. That is very important, no doubt. And I've and I've seen, you know, although I I believe I'm a big advocate on 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 as a believer, uh, having fellowship within the church within the body. Absolutely. Being able to go to church, you don't necessarily have to go to church to, you know, be. At church, you know, I mean, there could be a small gathering here at my house and this can be church, you know, we're, 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 uh, however, fellowship is definitely important and it's in the Bible, you know, iron sharpens iron and and you definitely need each other to be able to get through this stuff. Uh, However, uh, yes, there are nowadays a lot of stuff going on that, that, that's, um, that uh, uh, the, 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 uh, I, I think. Uh, people, churches, whatever you want to, you know, the enemy, honestly, is, is using uh, to kind of just put at the forefront, um, you know, uh, 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 draping it with 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 with, um, you know, a God's appearance, you know, but it's not really, you know, about that. You know, it's about more about the entertainment, like you said, and stuff like that. So that's why with this, I definitely have to pray. And 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 uh, well, we all do, you know, in anything and everything we do to make sure that he's give, given his glory to, to, to all of this. I mean, you know, because I can sit here and boast all day long about my film, about me being, you know, the star of it. And, you know, that I that is like the last thing I want people to see and, and, and give me credit for is being this you know, uh, creating this, this film, which is cool. I mean, I I appreciate it, you know, and I hope people, you know, but it's ultimately all of this is to direct them to him. Right. Exactly. That's it. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the flesh wants us, here's the thing though, too. The flesh wants us to say, Oh, look, you did such a good job patting our own selves on the back, feel that ego and everything too. And we have to separate that of like, look, I don't get the glory. He gets the glory. I'm just the one who's being used as a vessel to tell my story. Absolutely. Absolutely. My story for his glory. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, yeah. So I'm going to get to this uh, couple of questions here. This is going to be kind of funny, though, here. But (laughs) so, okay. So I know that we've been talking a little serious, but okay. So. My question is this: If you were a cereal, oh, what would you? Right. What cereal would you be? <laughs> Why <laughs> would you want to know something like that? I don't, hey, people want to know. Yeah, people want to know what kind of cereal I'd be. Yeah, uh-huh. we just got done talking about spiritual warfare. We're talking about some some Captain Crunch now. All right. Um, so, I, 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 this is asked to all the guests. This, yeah, I do it yeah. to some of them just to throw them off a little bit. Just yeah, like yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, no, I, 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 if I was a serial, uh, definitely not a serial killer. But if I was a serial, uh, let's see. Um, uh, I, you know, I don't. I, I mean, I, I love peanut butter, Captain Crunch. You know. Um, so. What's happened, Captain? That, that, that's, okay. that's, that, yeah, let's just go with that. I like, I could go on and on, man. But yeah, if I was a serial, and I, I don't know how to correlate the two, like why I would be a captain, you know, I don't know. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you definitely caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> okay, so one more. Uh, so what would your spirit, spirit animal be? Oh, my spirit animal. I would like to think it would be a lion, um, but I just correlate. You know, I, I just, I just kind of, you know, connect that with with the Lord. You know, being that lion, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, my favorite animal is a black panther. Um, nice. It's just slick and sleek and just, just smooth and and just you know just I mean. Uh, is vicious and, and uh, <laughs> that's I like to think of myself, I guess, you know, in a good way, in a good way nowadays. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's all the questions I had for you for this interview and stuff like that. Man, I do appreciate you taking the time out of your night to talk about your production company, talk about 
uh, our spiritual beliefs and stuff like that, yeah. where you came from. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an honor to be able to talk to you. Now, do do you have anybody? Now, my next question is this: If anybody wanted to follow you and all that stuff, okay, do you have any social medias that they can follow you at? Okay. Well, I, I, w- I want to first and foremost give a shout out to my my children. Uh, um, if you know they watch this, uh, um, uh, Nigel, my son up in Minnesota, I love you. Um, um, Carlo, uh, my firstborn, uh, who's uh, here somewhere, I think. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to him and uh, my daughter, who I have full custody of, uh, Miss Unique. She's uh, thirteen. So everybody pray for me because. <laughs> Boy, this little girl. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, but no, so, so yeah. So the next, the next thing with, with, with this film, Sword of the Spirit, is going to be, uh, I'm launching a crowdfunding campaign that's going to be on Seed and Spark. I don't know if you guys, some of you guys are familiar with Seed and Spark, but, uh, you know, Kickstarter and, and, and some people know Indiegogo and stuff like that. But Seed and Spark is specifically for like production and stuff like that. And it also has the highest success rate and people reaching their goals and stuff like that. So uh, I went with Seed and Spark. Uh, we were going to be pulling the sugar. I need to shave off. I don't know if you're going to be showing the the the, the pitch video uh, after this. Uh, I don't have the pitch video because of the fact that I ran into some trouble with that part. But okay. Okay. I will definitely put something together. To okay. It's okay. It's okay. So, um, so I will be just follow, follow me, follow the movie on Facebook, uh, uh, sword of the spirit, the movie on Facebook, sword of the spirit, the movie on Facebook. And then, oh, of course, or me, Jay Ashton, um, you know, follow us on Facebook. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get savvy and, and trying to get proactive a little bit better with all the other platforms and stuff like that. I'm going to have to hire somebody. If you know anybody, John, please, because that's a full time job within itself, man. I mean, it definitely is. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, like, even so, with the stuff I have to do, it's like so time consuming. It is. And stuff like and I that. Got all this other stuff going on. It's like, you know, I'm just I'm like, ah. And I and I, I dropped the ball a lot, you know, being being engaging with 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 you know Instagram and Twitter, all that stuff. It's just, but it's very important. It's very important with what we're, what we're trying to do and promote, you know, our our, our ourselves, which I hate mm-hmm. saying that, uh, but uh, you know, in our brand, our company, our our you know message, our movement, our movie, whatever. It's very important. It's it's one of the top two things you know that that um you got to be you know very very uh you know uh, specific and mindful with uh is is being at the forefront of, of of you know marketing and promoting and advertising you know on all these social media it's like anyway so as of right now uh we'll be working on the website and stuff like that but um um for sure facebook follow us on facebook so you're able to see the updates on Everything that's going on with the film, especially once we pull the trigger and go live with this crowdfunding campaign. So if anybody wants to contrib- uh, uh, contribute to the, the 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 funds that are left to to finish us off with this film, we're 90 percent done with it. Um, and we're like I said, I'm going to be you know raising the remaining funds that are left to finish us off and bring us all the way into distribution. I have a distribution deal already on the back end with the Cristiano Brothers, which uh, some of you in in, in the Christian uh, you know filmmaking world are very familiar with. They're they're huge, um, and um, um, so yeah, we're going to be you know shooting the last day of filming. Uh, uh, you know, then it goes on to the obviously the, the the music and the editing and long weeks and weeks on end of just piecing this thing together and telling the story and stuff like that, and then marketing and advertising, theater rentals, etc. So, you know, all of that stuff, all that back end. You know, I'm trying to raise the funds to go ahead and finish this off and set this thing out into the world. You know, uh, and stuff like that. So I'm not worried about it. The Lord's brought me this far, and we've gotten so much done with this. You know, big stuff that that you know I I can not at all take credit for because there's no way that I've done all this without you know uh his 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 grace and 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 glory but um but yeah so follow us on facebook i'm sorry i'm rambling here no 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 man Let's follow cool. us on, yeah follow us on facebook sword of the spirit the movie and uh we'll be we'll be going live here la- launching the, the crowdfunding campaign that hopefully you guys can uh you know click on the link see the pitch video that i have put together that john has seen 
Uh, it's got clips from the movie, you know, some behind the scenes stuff. It gives me it's it, me explaining, you know, the message and the intent and, the, and, and you know, the story behind uh, Sword of the Spirit and, and you know, loosely based on my life and stuff like that. And, and um, you know, what our intentions are with Hollywood films and, and, and everything else. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And then if you want to contribute, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a tier level of, of, of reward system that we got based on the, the level of contribution all the way from twenty five dollars all the way up to, you know, $5,000. I mean, you know, a t-shirt, DVDs, posters, uh, you know, signs, uh, scripts, uh, you know, uh, uh, being named executive producer of the film, uh, being right there with me at the red carpet premiere, you know, with, with photo. I mean, just, you know, we, we got all kinds of award systems going on that are really fun and exciting, you know, so, uh, definitely follow us on Facebook. You'll know when that goes live. Hopefully you can click on and, you know, maybe want to be a part of the film. So. And guys, you guys can go on ahead and tune in for next week. We're going to be doing a RoboCop review on the 17th, and I'm going to have AC Universe with me, ACS Universe, and Motor City Nerds. And we're going to be doing a review of RoboCop. This is going to be the 1980s version, not the uh, remake, because the, that one was not a great film. But <laughs> it, was, it wasn't good? No, it, yeah, it, was, I, it was bad. Well, how are you going to um, remake a classic like that? I mean, these people are trying to remake all these classics. And it's like, right. They're going to make the remake of a remake. I <laughs> Just, but, I but yeah, uh, that's going to be, of course, at 8 o'clock time, 9 o'clock Eastern time. Then Rossi and I will be back again. We're going to be reviewing a indie film. Uh, and we'll get as, in some details for that. But that movie review is going to happen on the 15th of this month as well. And then at the end of the month, on the 29th, we're going to try and do the Goonies review. And that's going to be at 8 o'clock time, 9 o'clock Eastern time. And then I got the Wizard review uh, lined up as well with the Fred Savage classic movie as well. So I'm trying to bring back some nostalgia to the channel. Also, too, guys, I have merch. I do have a uh, place that you can actually buy some Movie Lovers Unite merchandise. You guys can get that in the links below. Of course, you can also support Jay. And every, I'll have those things in the description soon as well. So that way you can actually help him out with his production and things like that to help him grow. But yeah, that's going to be it. As far as this interview goes, I do appreciate you, Jay. Thank you for everyone that tuned, tuned into this. Not a problem, man. It's, it's an honor and a privilege to have you on the show. And thank all of y'all for watching. If you know, whenever you do chime in, love you guys and can't wait to bring you some, some, some really good stuff, man. So stand by. All right. And always until next time, guys. Bye-bye.